This is The Michael Wall Show. Michael is a speaker, author, and founder and CEO of several companies. His passion is to help families live on purpose and live with purpose. And now, here's Michael Wall. Hey, everybody. Hope you're having a wonderful day, a wonderful week, and, you know, just enjoying life in general. I know it's it's a little bit challenging right now to enjoy life with all of the things that are going on around us. It can be tough. Sometimes we are seeing all of these different things and we're, you know, seeing what's happening with COVID-19, the coronavirus. We're seeing these things uh, with George Floyd and these racist uh, comments and, you know, protesters and looters and all of this kind of stuff going on in the world. And I tell you, it can really, really, really feel in a lot of ways that our society as a whole has just lost their way. And I got to tell you, truth be told, that society as a whole in a lot of ways has lost their way. And I think one of the reasons and central points of why that is, is because they've lost their true north. And we're going to talk about some things today on this show that I want to share with you. The idea is act in love. That's kind of the premise of the show today. And I'm going to jump into that in just a minute. But if you haven't done so yet, I want to I want to make sure that as you're listening to the show, if you haven't actually fully subscribed to it, make sure that you do because you're not going to want to miss some of the content coming out. If you haven't yet taken a moment and rated the show, I want to invite you to do that. That's one of the ways that other listeners get a chance to, you know, see comments and, and look at ratings and say, you know, this is something that I want to listen to as well. And there's going to be some things here that I talk about today in the show that may really connect with you that you're probably going to want to share to someone that needs to hear it. Right now is the time that people need to hear this message. I think it's so important as we live life that if we have found information or heard information that really connects with us and really helps us along the way, that we do our part and share that with other people. So if there's some things that are shared here, and I'm sure that there will be, I want to challenge you to share this along the way. You know, I, I want to start with the fact that when we talk about acting in love, I think that all comes down to the reality initially of really first understanding where we are in life. And we've come to the place in life where we've had a culture for several years now, a couple decades anyways, that has been shared the thought and the idea that things come easy. And that's how we've lived. That's how we've lived and operated. And money has been easy. We have access to credit and we have access to things where we can kind of go buy what we want, when we want. If we're in a situation where financially we're having challenges, the government's, you know, sending out checks and money for people to help with, whether it be living or other things in general. And we've, we've just found a way as a society over the last couple, you know, 10, 15, 20 years-ish or even longer, where we've kind of gotten into the groove and the routine that things are just paid for and free and business owners are bad and those that work hard are bad and those that are going out there and trying to do the right thing are bad. And it's just this sense of flat out laziness. And what can happen is that laziness of years and years and years of just expecting. You know, I remember several years ago, there was a quote from a, a popular president that said, ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. Think about that for a minute. So instead of this mindset of coming up and waking up every day with your hands out saying, I want this, I want that, I deserve this, I deserve that, me, me, me. You know, the old WIIFM, that radio station that a lot of people today are listening to. What's in it for me? That's what people are listening to. And unfortunately, that's not the way life works. And I think the reason people get so jaded and the reason people lash out 
and some of the times that we're seeing right now with COVID-19 or even the racist stuff, whatever, you may say, Mike, you're off basis. I don't think I am. I think there's, you know, a cultivation of thought and, and just the really the idea that I deserve this or I deserve that. And nobody's talking about it. But, you know, I have, I have uh, several friends that are black and Hispanic and all kinds of different things. And they're in a place where they tell me, they say, Mike, you know, listen, there's a lot of opportunity today for every race and every color and every creed. And the people that don't go after it and achieve it are those that are just flat out lazy. Now, I'm not saying there's not injustice in the world. I'm not saying there's not elements of racism in the world. I believe that there is. But not in the mass scale that we used to see it years ago. It's just not. And that's not coming from me. That's coming from folks who have lived it and are living in it. I mean, think about it. How many of us honestly know a parent or a grandparent in our society that has been involved in some type of, we'll call it slavery? Now, there is a new slavery today, right? The sex trafficking industry and all of those things. And that's a serious problem. But when we talk about where we are today, I think what happens is the systemic stem behind everything is the fact that we live in a world where we are catered to ourselves and we do what we want, when we want, as we want it. We also have been desensitized in a lot of ways. Well, how have we been desensitized? Well, think about the movies that we watch. Think about the TV shows that you watch, the violence and the rape and the just all of the things that we watch. You know, these shows about people hunting down other people, and that's a game. You know, the video games that kids play. We live in a society that for the last 10, 15, 20, 30 years, people as a general whole have been pumping into their brains the idea that abuse, killings, and all of these kinds of things are a normal part of life. <laughs> and consequently, what are we seeing in our society today? We're seeing these kinds of things flushed out with little to no conscience. And the reason is, is because we've been desensitized. Now, I'm not saying that the issues that happen with George Floyd are right. They're not. They're wrong. In fact, I did a video on that. If you follow me on Facebook under the Michael D. Wall page, you will see the video that I did. And I talked about the fact that it was absolutely wrong. But I believe that the core of it all is not necessarily just race. I believe it's hate. And it's a sin issue. Now, I know a lot of you might say, oh, okay, here we go. Churchy people talking about sin stuff, whatever. Well, the reality of it is, how do we know sin is real? How do we know that it exists? All you got to do is look at a baby. And when that child is born and they grow up initially in the toddler years, you do not have to tell a child to do the wrong thing. They automatically do it. They automatically do that. You have to teach them to do the right thing. Well, guess what's happened over the last 20 years, 25 years-ish or longer? We've had a generation of parents that have been more interested in being best friends with their children than actually parenting their children. We've had a generation of parents that have said, you know, I don't want to discipline my child because, you know, maybe I was in a place where I grew up and, and my parents disciplined me too harshly. So I don't want to discipline them. Well, just because something did something to you that was a little bit too harsh doesn't mean that the idea of discipline itself is wrong. 
So we need to understand what love is, true love is. And quite honestly, if we're in a place where we love our children, we will cause them to do things and we will discipline them in ways that we know is in their best interest long term. If my kids are in a place where they want to, when they're real young, walk out into the street and I say, don't do that. And they keep walking out into the street. I'm going to do anything that I can to get their attention. I'm going to discipline them in such a way because I know that the result of them not listening to me, which is walking out into the street and maybe getting hit by a car, is more catastrophic than the discipline in the short term. And even though I don't like it and even though they don't like it, it's the right thing for them long term, teaching them self-control. You see, that's one of the things that these protesters that we're seeing that are looting out there today and destroying and thieving and stealing, there's zero self-control. That's doing nothing. That's doing nothing but hurting the cause of the whole George Floyd situation. That's not benefiting him in any way, shape, or form. That's not honoring his wrongful death in any way. What that's doing is that's saying, you know what? We're going to take an opportunity to go steal things that are not ours and take them in a way because we want them and these are our rights. And then we're going to add a label to it called racism. Well, I can tell you right now that I have many friends that are, again, black, Hispanic, all kinds of different colors and races. And they would tell you and they've told me already, this is not how we respond. This is not how normal people respond to these issues. So I want to share this with you in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Really, really good. And uh, it's talking all about the idea of love. So I'm going to share just a couple of verses with you. I don't ordinarily do this, but I want to do this now because I think it's important. 1 Corinthians, which is obviously in the Bible, 1 Corinthians in the New Testament, chapter 13, starting in verse 1, it says, If I could speak all the languages of earth, and of angels, but did not love, I would only be a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. If I had the gift of prophecy, and if I understood all of God's secret plans, and possessed all knowledge, and if I had such faith that I could move mountains, but didn't love others, I would be nothing. Listen to this. Verse 3, it says, If I gave everything I have to the poor and even sacrificed my body, I could boast about it. In other words, I could say, hey, look what I did. But if I didn't love others, I would have gained nothing. Now listen to this. In verse 4 of chapter 13, here's what it says love is. What is love? You know, loving, saying, okay, hey, I really want to love people. I want to show people that what they did was wrong to George Floyd. I want to, I want to show that we are right. I want to show that we should be. That's not showing love. Here's what love is. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It's not irritable. And it keeps no record of being wronged. Wow. That's a big one. It keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whether the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures through every circumstance. That is powerful. I want you to think about that in relation to how you're responding and reacting to all of the things that are happening in our culture today. 
Are you acting in love? Are you looking for the solutions? Are you looking for ways to add value and, and encourage others? And say, yeah, obviously what happened there with George Floyd was not right. But how are we responding to it? How are we making society better? How are we coming alongside those that are abandoned and abused? How are we doing the right thing in our world? Because just going on there and posting a post on social media or saying things or joining a protest is great. And it might feel make you feel good in the moment. But it doesn't do anything practically to make change in your own hometown. And certainly going in and looting and, and tearing stores up and things like that doesn't do any value. I mean, you're eliminating jobs from people. You're actually costing more cost to economies and things to fix the problems that you've created. So I want to challenge you to think about what 1 Corinthians 13 says when it comes to love. That is how we change the world. There was a great leader of change, Dr. Martin Luther King, years ago, that without any rioting or any looting or any criminal activity changed the world because he understood that only love can cast out hate. Now, I know you're in a situation where you might be looking at this and saying, okay, what does that mean? What does that look like? How do I apply it? I just shared that with you. Take time, turn off media, sit and reflect, and think about what can you do to be a part of the solution, not part of the problem. What can you do to season your speech with salt? In other words, when you speak to people, it's a sweet-sounding voice. It's something where people say, wow, you know, that really encouraged me. Wow, that was really good. I needed to hear that. Wow. You know, that's the kind of person, that's the kind of response that I want to have. That's what we're called to do. That's how we change society. And that's how we change the world. So it's a powerful time right now. It's a challenging time right now, but we all need to step back and think about what we can be doing to be part of the solution. Thanks for tuning in to the Michael Wall Show this week. I know it's not typically that, but I felt really just led to touch on some of those things. Take a moment and share this show with someone that needs to hear it. If you've listened to this show, if you've listened to these words and it impacted your heart, Take a moment and share this with someone else so they can hear the same. And as always, my goal is to help you live on purpose so you can live with purpose. Have a blessed day and we'll talk to you next show.